Right, okay. One take Drake. Let's go. You listen to the hoop call. Stay drop. Right. Welcome back. You are listening to the hoop call, the UK voice for all things NBA. Another exciting week in the league. Lots to talk about. We're glad to be here. Who's with me? Right, we got Tobes, T-Squared, Holler at us. Howdy, gents. Howdy, all my people. How are we all doing? Yes. I know they're happy to hear from you. I know they're happy to hear from you. Who next? Who next? Oh, I see K-Dot moving. Hello, everyone. <laughs> everyone as well. Very formal. Always, always. <laughs> the professor, the professor. And we guess who's back? Guess who's back after his little hiatus last week? <laughs> Ollie the Kid, welcome back, bro. Yeah, thanks for having us back on. After, <laughs> after, at, least, at least we don't talk about what happened last time. Yeah, but we ain't, we ain't snitching <laughs> out here. Just move on from it. <laughs> All we know is that he's back and uh, we're happy to have him back. So you got the gang, we got the click. Thanks for being here. Now let's get straight into it. Let's get straight into it. What's been going on this week? KD's out. Coronavirus strikes again. KD's out for a week. He's going to miss about four games. He missed their most recent game and they won, actually. And for me, I think, I think Uncle Drew's about to go off. I think Kyrie's going to come through big. Who agrees with me, or or do you think you're going, or you think they're going to struggle, the Brooklyn Nets? I think uh, no, I don't, I don't, you're not wrong. It's a, it's everything you wish for, right? The Kyrie show, get the chakras out, start <laughs> sage, you know? <laughs> yeah, sage, you know, shaman up with the boys. Uh, I think it's interesting. I think it's his place to show, but it's also going to be interesting what the young guns can do next to him. I saw Jarrett Allen dropped a nice big double double the other day like 19.8 rebounds so um i think with with kd out a few people get more touches it'll be uh interesting to see i haven't checked their schedule though so i don't know who they got but either way i agree with you Kyrie's about to go off would honestly go as far to say as Kyrie irving is one of the greatest shows in sport i implore anyone just go on youtube just watch Kyrie irving highlights his handle sometimes i honestly think he must be traveling like i don't actually get what he does real talk real real talk so i think people are in for a treat over in brooklyn um they really really are some sad news markel fultz heard he tore his acl today now this is the same guy he was the number one pick in the draft what was it 2017 it was definitely the same one as jason tatum Number one pick in the draft, and he really struggled his first season. Turned out he had thoracic outlet syndrome, which affected his arm power and coordination, and he basically forgot how to shoot. So he basically missed the year there. Traded to the Orlando Magic from the Philadelphia 76ers, and was basically rebuilding his career. Now he's got an ACL injury. He'll be out this season, and maybe the start of next season. And we'll... It'd be difficult to see him coming back the same. You know what I mean? He should can be half decent, but I think this kid can't catch a break. 
How much of a loss is that for the for the Orlando Magic, K Dot? Sorry, say that again. <laughs> I'll say Marco Fultz. How much of a loss is for the um Orlando Magic? Yeah, he's a he's a, a big loss. I think um he was doing really well this year. Um really coming into his own. I think initially when it went to Philadelphia, the spotlight wasn't in majorly, obviously being in a major city, metropolitan city like that, especially with Embiid, especially with uh, Simmons there, spotlight was really on him. But since he's been um, traded to the Orlando Magic, he's been quietly doing his work down there. That's the thing. Florida. He's, he's been he's been nice. Um, he's been nice, and uh, exactly. And I think Orlando. It's been reflected. Orlando been been quite quite tidy. So I'm I'm very very happy with them. Yeah, they've been good. They've been they've been. They've been doing it again. They've been doing their work nicely down there, and I think uh, it's been nice to kind of uh, watch him develop. It's just such a shame that it's been curtailed by uh, this injury. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm totally, totally with you. Now, what we're talking about today? A few things. First, obviously, obviously we're going to give you the recap on the standings, recap on the key games this week. We're going to look into the box score, look at some of the best performances or worst performances this week with Pandora's box score. We have to talk about Steph the Chef, Curry, and his resurgence. Then I got, who we got today? We got Ollie is going to give us his team of the week. We got Toby who's going to give us his player of the week. And we've got much more in between. So let's get to it. Let's get to it. Now, let's have a look at these standings. Let's have a look at these standings. Let's bring you guys up to date on what's going on. Right, okay, so NBA standings, we have over in the east, the Philadelphia 76ers occupying the number one spot. We've got the Orlando Magic, who we've just spoken about, in two. Indiana Pacers in three. The Boston Celtics over in fourth spot. The Knicks in fifth. The Bucks in sixth. The Cleveland Cavaliers in seven. And the Brooklyn Nets in eight. Um, right. Okay, I'm gonna have to come. I'm gonna have to come back to that because uh, so many questions about that. So so many questions. Over in the West, the Wild Wild West, we have the Phoenix Suns number one, the Lakers number two, Clippers occupying the third spot, the Pelicans in fourth, Utah Jazz in fifth, the Golden State Warriors are back into the playoff picture in sixth. Sacramento Kings 7 and the Denver Nuggets are finally showing some signs of life over in the 8th spot. Now, let me go back to the Eastern Conference, all right? Because <laughs> I haven't actually examined this picture at length. We have the Magic in 2, we've got the Pacers in 3, we've got the Knicks in 5, we've got the Cavaliers in 7. Uh, Ollie, what, what's going on out East? Is it too early I mean it is too early to say but I suppose the question I'm asking you is this are we going to have some surprises out east or or will the cream rise to the top I'm not quite sure what's going on here bear in mind I think you know I think if someone would have guessed this you know the front eight you know after five six games you know you're crazy you know thinking you said the the teams out there the Knicks the Cavs (laughs) the Bucks are down at sixth Nets at eighth the Hawks, who everyone thought they were going to do wonders, which they did at the beginning, down at nine, and the Raptors down at 40. 
Yeah, that's it's just eighteenth, one for six. It's mad. It's it's mad. It's mad. Did did any of you lot know the Raptors aren't playing in Toronto this year? I I honestly I read that like two days ago. They're playing in Tampa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, life of I, life of COVID, isn't it? It's <laughs> mad. Do you think that's really affect? I mean, obviously, it's affecting them. It's it's interesting. It's interesting. I guess from a sports psychologist approach, right? You got all these. Um, it's the whole uh, on the road mentality, you know. So I don't get to go see my family and friends every night, you know. Like the opposition, at least they go home to their beds and stuff. Yeah, God, it's so um, true. Whereas you're like, you know, that bubble bubble syndrome they had for most of the the bubble yeah now they're feeling it now 24 7 i I don't know if that rule speaks into it crazy bro like like you know what i mean that is genuinely mad i might think i'm just i'm I'm a (laughs) like so yeah i I know a few pods ago i said uh i wasn't hitting the panic button i'm I'm sweating (laughs) i'm sweating a little bit more on the raptors the raptors are one and six they're one Uh, and six they'll be fine they'll be fine i'm sweating Oh, let me guess. Kado, you disagree? No, no, I, I, no, I don't. I don't. It's just, as, as Toby said, I think you, you don't have to press the panic button just yet. Um, yeah, it's just a very strange and odd time to be probably in that team where you don't have the home comforts. Probably family life is um, up in the air. Probably have living out of a suitcase. You haven't got those kind of home comforts. So, yeah, yeah like 82 road games. It's, uh, it's mad. It's mad. It's madness. It's madness to me. We got, okay, who else we got? Like, just a couple more people I want to comment on. You know what? I remember, like, a few pods ago, I promised that I would never talk about the New York Knicks, but they're in fifth spot. <laughs> um, so they're relevant. Okay, fair enough. You know, when when the facts change, so do my opinion. Okay, so at the moment, I'm wrong. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll hold the L. They're in the fifth spot. They've won four of their last five. Now tell me, Tobes, are they going to make the playoffs? Is is this just a flash in the pan, or are they are they looking like they're actually something relevant? The thing is, uh, <laughs> it hurts you as well. I know it hurts you as much Nixish, as it hurts you. Nixish, to quote the doc, the, <laughs> the adjective lives on. Uh, honestly, because it's the Knicks, it's way too early. Like, we have to see this way, way deeper. Um, uh, what is interesting is the matching of Tom Thibodeau and this young team. Like, Thibodeau probably took this job because he knew how young the guys are. This is a coach who's notorious. <laughs> Sounds creepy. His um... guys into his- <laughs> guys into the ground you know what i mean like if you say you're tired he's like no you're not you're running more so like to see a roster full of young people he must be like sweet you look at the minutes these guys are averaging (laughs) calm 40 minutes (laughs) playoff like like playoff basketball you know what i mean they're like working but you know what it's nice to see it's nice to see them as relevant you know um julius randall well i'll get to him later you know hint hint tease tease but he's (laughs) balling he is balling at a crazy rate. Yeah, no, he knows it's like a it's a it's a payout year for him. He knows like he may not be long term at Knicks, but the guy's balling. He's he's putting up some monster numbers and uh, he's really enjoying running the offense there. So uh, I don't think I'm gonna like you know say that they're they're going to the promised land yet. But the way things are, you know, keep keep grinding, keep working every day, and we'll, we'll see come half time. So Ollie, we've got the Knicks in fifth year, and we've got the Nets in eight. Okay, let me give you a bet. What do you reckon? What is more likely, the Knicks make the playoffs 
or the Nets make the finals? What's more likely? Let the Nets make the finals. <laughs> oh, yeah, deep, man. I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you. I'm not disagreeing with you at all. But. I think I think the Knicks are keeping their opponents something like 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 thirty percent at the three point line or something stupid along the lines of that, which that ain't gonna that ain't gonna <laughs> keep about for much longer. Teams are going to start absolutely blowing them out. And there's only, there's only so many times that Julius Randle can play 40 minutes and I average 30 <laughs> points, 12 rebounds and like eight assists. So. Only you're officially good. Listen, this is what I like to hear when we talk about the Knicks. They are a moribund franchise. This it's, will not it's, last. It's not sustainable. I think they're, they're in like on a, on a three-game win streak at the moment. Four, so. I think it's four. I think it's four. Um, so respect to them. But yeah, it will not last. Um, so we... We Sorry, move. I just wanted to chime in a bit about with um, <laughs> people, people sleeping on RJ Barrett. I think he's doing amazingly well. Yeah, you know um, what? I don't disagree. You know, he's, no, he is, is you know, uh, oh, yeah. this year he's averaging 17 points, seven rebounds and, you know, and three assists. And I think those are tidy, tidy numbers. Um, Especially when you're on the Knicks. Especially exactly, on the Knicks. Exactly. And, and I think he had a very pedestrian rookie season. And I think people would just thought, oh, you know, who is this guy who played with? With Zion, actually, he's coming into his own now. At one point, he was he was supposed to be the number one pick. He was better than Zion. He was, um, but he, he, he got nicked. He got nicked. You know, like sometimes, <laughs> you you know what it's like, you know. It? If you if you're not in the right situation, put it that way, you can just end up flopping. And mm. um, I think last year he was in a tough situation, but I think he might have shaken off now. So fair play to him. Um, but yeah, the East is looking interesting. The East is looking interesting. We've got the Raptors out of the playoff picture. Hawks, Heat. Um, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. Over I, got, in- I got one observation for the East before you move on. Go on, yeah. go on, go on, go on, go on. Go I, think, go. I, think, I think what you're seeing is a lot of st- stability versus, uh, you know, the schedule. And by that, I mean the Pacers in Orlando are second and third. No one saw it. It's because the rosters are hella stable. They made no changes this offseason. And I remember thinking that. I remember saying that to you. We both said that. Yeah. So. No changes. So, And it's young team still. So they've come back again, retooled it, more experience. And it's just like, we go again. We go again. We go again. Uh, we go again. Uh, at the Magic as well has been, been putting stupid numbers up as well for a rookie. We, at the moment, so. we, we, cast, we cast out their lack of ambition and, and yeah, point guard play and they come back now. And one more, one more thing I got to take on, uh, on, on these, my calves, yeah, my calves. Oh, your calves, they're your calves, calves. now. Yeah. Okay, oh, okay, you, you know, know what? You, you know, know what? They're my calves because they got the best, they got the best duo nickname. I'm sure you've seen them popped around the, the internet. Sexland, yeah. <laughs> so Darius, Darius Garland and Colin Sexton. Oh my to Lar- days. Darius Junior. Oh, you know, what? know I was like laughing that. to myself. <laughs> I was laughing to myself, right? Because Oli's MIP earlier or in the predictions is Wood. Right? So there's got to be a way we can get Christian Wood to join Sexland. <laughs> there's got to be a way we make a trade and they just become full out porno team. I'm here for it. Make it work. Yeah, but, right, that's what I've got to say. <laughs> yeah, but, but Tone, if they do that, you know they're going to have to trade your guy Drummond. Uh, you know what? I'll take the L. You hold for, the L, yeah? For, for Wood in Sexland to work. Okay, you know I'll, what? I'll take the L. All I want, all I want from you lot is the same energies because you've now said they're your calves. Okay, so when they finish with fifteen <laughs> wins, they're your calves. We good, yeah? We good? 
Oh, man. Okay. You know, no, no, you know the league. You got you got favorites all over the place. So they're like one of one of many kids. You know, yeah, that's fine. true. That's true. That's true. All right, let's quit. Let's quickly move over to the wild, wild west. Yeah, I think the wild, wild west is a bit more predictable in the sense that I think the teams that are supposed to be doing their thing are kind of starting to rise to the top. We got the Suns doing well in the number one seed. Lakers, Clippers, Pelicans, Jazz, Warriors, Kings, Nuggets. Um, I think the Kings will drop out of that because I, f- I don't think the Mavs will will stand on the sidelines too long. But K-Dot, I want you to just answer this question, yeah? Who's been the most impressive for you out West so far? Because I think there's a lot of contenders, to be fair. It's a, it's a tough one, actually. Um, I, I still think that they're still finding their way just because the Western Conference are competitive. A lot of them are on the, you know, played eight games and, you know, a lot of them are four and four. No, agreed. Uh, um, I think I've had to. I've, I've been impressed with the Golden, with Golden State Warriors. Oh my, you're yeah, chatting breeze. I have, I have, I have. Have you? They started, off, they, they started off a bit slow. I think oh, people were getting on to them notice. very quickly, and then now they kind of so, suddenly turned the corner. I, I quite. I just no. I just like the resurgence that they've had. Impressed, man. He said, "Impressed." That's the thing. That's like, are you really that impressed with them? Really? Like that? No, I had no. <laughs> like, I come have, on. You see Phoenix, Phoenix is right think, there for I the taking. I still think that they, they've got they've got their people who are not really they're sleeping on them. I think there's nothing and to sleep on, man. I'm glad to see sleep, that. Please sleep. That, that, <laughs> that team is, you know, coming together slowly but surely. It'll be interesting to see like halfway through to see where they are and stuff like that. Um, yeah, okay, well, but yeah, no, I've, I've, been, I've been quietly impressed. I've been quietly impressed. I thought they'd have a slow start if I was, if I was, well, it would take them a bit of time to get through to get to get there, okay. And that, um, okay, I'll give you that in the sense that they, they've they're in the playoff spots, um, and they look relevant, but but yeah, okay, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion, um, so respect it, respect it. Ollie, I'll put some respect on you, you guys' name, put some respect on um. Name. The, y'all when y'all saying my name, put some respect on Yeah, the Lakers, I mean the Clippers, I, I, I like the look of them to be honest. They look quite balanced. Like The only thing with them is when they they just take games off. Like They take games it's, off. But when they actually this, compete... It's hard trying to get actual um, Kawhi and Paul George to actually be on the court at the same, same time, time in the in the first nine games. I think I, I read a stat that it was Kawhi played his first back-to-back in, I think it was like three years or something along the lines of that crazy he's a, he's a young he's in his prime but but I, I like the look of the Clippers surely you're liking them as well and if you think of the teams they've beaten as well I do like it the problem because a lot of that I've been really impressed with Paul George he's been he's I think he's been like stupid numbers up I think he's average, um things like like 50 from the uh, 50 from the field 40 from um, three-point line so but I, he's been can he carry that into when we get to the playoffs because i don't want another pandemic p pandemic p well so this but is... we still we still got um morris has still got to come back as well so once he's back we've got yeah i'm i'm quite looking forward to the rest of the season but yeah. it's, it's it's very early still uh, yeah, yeah, it is very early, but I, I just like the look of them. I think I think they're I think they're a good bunch. Tobes, who, who's 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 sort of caught your eye in the West at very very early days? I mean, there's a right answer to this. I, I, I just, when we were doing uh, picks pre-season, I, I was one of the few who were quite high on the Suns. Everyone you were, you were. Little, 
Yeah. And they are looking nice. And it's the, the, the thing that's warming my cockles, you know, so to speak, <laughs> is uh, they're winning by committee. You know what I mean? Yeah, that Devin has Booker's been interesting. not going off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Paul's not going off. They're just like 20 points here, 20 points there. Looking mature as hell. They've got two legitimate game winners. Um, the other day, Chris Paul and Books hit, hit daggers. So it's that's got to be like a coach's dream, having two backcourt players who can hit in the clutch for you. Six and two. They're looking good. Um, the West is a, is a mad one. I won't lie. It's like a game of Mario Kart, you know, when you're like just firing <laughs> tortoises and everyone keeps swapping that positions. A brilliant, <laughs> a brilliant analogy. I'm going to give you that but, uh, 100%. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. But yeah, it's the Suns, man. They're looking good. Uh, I'm just checking out their schedule now. They've got pretty winnable games the next five games. So I expect them to improve on that. Uh, and it looks like Chris Paul's really caught the caught the organization at a perfect time so yeah i'm with you on that. i'm with you on that the reason why i'm not high on i'm no i am high on them i respect what they've done but i just can't you see them winning a chip nah you know what i mean so i'm just like let them have that little moment everyone's talking about the suns this that and the other you know they've they've tanked they flopped for years and years okay fair enough they got a little shine but hmm, i'm not sure what i do find interesting i will give you this they're winning by committee and who? Someone had Monty Williams as their coach of the year. Um, yeah, it was me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think, well, that's not a bad. But shot. I think, but I think everyone thought they were going to do well. You see what I'm saying? I don't think everyone thought, oh, they were going to, you know, they were just going to scrape by. I didn't think they'd. Uh, I didn't think they'd be battling for the top. I didn't think they'd be battling for the top. Like this. I, I, I think people thought, yeah, they, they've, they've added Chris Paul. They haven't lost any key key personnel so I thought everyone that's what I mean I think that unknown was the Golden State Warriors I thought everyone was like mm, I'm not sure you know yeah, but the unknown, you said they're the unknown but they're, they're, they're like so they're that's still why, I, I guess that's why they've they yeah they've impressed me I think that's that's what I think I thought they'll be I thought they'll struggle early on so but. oh right okay no fair enough mate I'm like mate I'm I'm I support people in it but I just think I don't know. I think I think Golden State have been all right, but not like super impressive. But there we are, right? Right. So, <laughs> ooh, I love the song. Now this song is "Big Man Ting" by IO Beats featuring Rattling. The reason why I brought this on is to move into our next segment, right? Pandora's box score. This is where we look into the box score, find some interesting stats and performances, and use them to basically shape our opinion on these individuals for the week and going forward. We try and overreact to the box score because, you know, that's an enjoyable thing to do. And this week I want to look at the big men because there are a few, there are, I think there's a lot been made about the death of the big man, yeah? But with that having been said, there's been some impressive performances, right? So, number one. The first one, first person I want to bring up is a player that I think everyone knows is a top player. I think you would probably call him a superstar. But the team has underperformed. That person is Nikola Jokic, the Joker. Now, last five games, check this, last five games. He's averaged 23 points, 11.6 rebounds, 11.8 assists, even two steals. 
He's averaging 63% from the field. And listen to this. He's averaging 54.5% from the three-point line. Now, I mean, I think everybody here can agree that fully, fully, fully deserves some respect. Put some respect on my name. Like, I don't even know what to say to that. Like, surely you guys are blown away by that. How good this guy is. But what's going wrong with the team? What's going wrong with the team? Where, where's you guys' guy, Jamal Murray? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm coming for that guy later. But what? what are you laughing at Karim? Fine, you're laughing. What are you laughing for? No, 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 no. Are you laughing no, at? Are you just? Um, I don't. I, again, don't push the panic button too soon. They've got, they've got, good, they've got good roster over there. I think Jokic is playing out of his mind at the moment. It's unbelievable on godly numbers. Um, ridiculous. Come on, man. That, that 54 from, from three as a big yeah, man. He's having a triple-double. Yeah, What's yeah. going on? I think he, him and his individual is playing really well. Um, but it's not really translating into wins at the moment. Again, I hate to sort of keep on banging on the, uh, the drum. But he's still early. Um <laughs> This guy, this guy your relationship with the regular season really needs to evolve. Okay, <laughs> we need to be overreacting I mean, they, to situations I mean, just, on a daily I mean, basis. They, they're like one or two games out, you know, of the third third seed. You know, what I mean, like a couple of like get, get on like a hot win streak. They're they're fine. So I'm not too I'm not overly concerned. Jamal Murray, yeah, he's had a pedestrian start to the season. Come good, come good. All right, okay, I'm fair not, fair enough. Okay, straight up, straight up question. Best big man in the league is it Nikola Jokic? I think so. Yeah, I actually think so. The, m- the more I think yeah, about it, I, so. I mean, it's the skills. It's just, it's just got the all the all round game, the passing. Yeah, the the, the three point element is just he's just he's so silky smooth with it. He's got um, he's got yeah he's, he's just got, got so much got going on. Of, um, yeah, like he just he's just multi skilled, multi multi skilled. I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Like as I said, it's it's the big man thing, Pandora's box. So brings us on to my next guy, right? Ollie, I'm going to bring it to you because he was a guy that you had your eye on at the beginning of the season. Over the last five games, he's averaging 23.6 points a game. He's averaging 10 rebounds, two blocks, and a steal. And he's been efficient 55%. From the field, and even from even from the free the free throw line, seventy two percent. That player's name is Christian Wood, the starting center for the Houston Rockets. Now, my guy, your guy, literally your guys are you know full full credit to you for having having the foresight to see him. Now tell me, um, do you think this will continue? And furthermore. How far can he take the Rockets? Yeah, I think he. I think he can easily continue this throughout the whole of the season. He had. He was showing this when he was at the Pistons last year, and even right with the restricted amount of minutes that he was getting. And I don't know what Pistons were even thinking, not even offering a contract to bring him back in the first place. I think it. I thought it was quite obvious. He was. This is the reason why I picked him. He was going to be. He was going to be putting up these these kind of numbers. So, yeah, I, I but, cannot believe that you you had the foresight to see. I didn't. I had no idea. He's he's everything that you that you want. He's a he's a rim runner, defender. He's been. I think he's putting up three or four three pointers a game. 
maybe not hitting them at the moment, but still. You yeah, know, the guy's is. only 25 years old, long. So, yeah, yeah. I feel, he's he'll, he would never be, the, you know, the main vocal point. But if he if you got him as maybe your 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 third, maybe, not, I wouldn't say the second at the moment, but if you definitely had him as your third option on a on a championship team, then, yeah, you, I don't think you, get, you can get much better at the moment. Oh, I'm with you. I'm with you completely. I'm, I've been shocked. And I think that changes the whole outlook for the Rockets. Like have it like, I'd argue he's he's is he better than Clint Capella? Probably he's kind of he seems more productive. He seems kind of a better fit, gives even more energy, and at the very least he's a replacement for him. Because I remember when they traded him, I was a bit like, uh, they've lost a the big, old, big 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 contract for Capella though for someone who's his game is very limited though. Yeah, so exactly. So after they signed, he was just like, okay, okay we need to. <laughs> we, need to, we need to move him now, basically. So, and then, uh, yeah, it was all picked up by the Hawks. So, yeah, no, he's he's big. Yeah, I said even with he didn't play the other day, and you know they've got someone else who can come off the bench at the number five in 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 Boogie. So, you know, it's not not a bad not a bad as a little rotation at the center, especially for the money that they're paying both of them as well. I'm with you. I'm with you one hundred percent. I'm with you one hundred percent. Now, okay. I got the third, the third and final one. I was gonna cheat because this player is technically not a centre, but I wanted to talk about him. And he's a, he is he's a forward. He's a dominant forward, and he has played the five before. So I hope you guys can allow me because I want to talk about Julius Randall, the New York Knicks PF. He's been unbelievable. Um. <laughs> Yeah, he's averaging about 40, point, 40 minutes a night. Um, he's, he's basically in playoff mode, activated. But but nevertheless, let's, take, let's look at his numbers, okay? So this is for the New York Knicks. He's averaging 22 points over the last five games, 13 rebounds, eight assists as well. You know what I mean? That's madness. And I think more than that, he's been a leader and he's got dubs. They won four out of the last five. Now Julius Randle, I think he's in a contract here, but I want to know these these type of numbers, Tobes. Firstly, I'm gonna I was gonna ask whether you were surprised, but you probably are. He's averaging twenty three and twelve, but how far can he can he be a star? I don't think superstar, but can he be a star? Can he take the Knicks to the playoffs? And would you pay him? Would you pay the guy? Hmm. All right, firstly, can he be a star? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it continues for a long period of time. But do you think it will continue for a long period of time, though? I think that's, he's going to be question. one of those players. You know, you know, you you, you do your, like, um, say we're, like, you know, we're all old and fat in, like, 30 years' time. And we're in a <laughs> pub, and I drop some, like, pub quiz knowledge on you, yeah? And I'm like, who's this one-time all-star that averaged da, 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 in one season? It would be like, it'll be Julius Randle. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he's going to make, he's going to make like, he's going to make one all-star after like years of just grafting and scraping by. I think that's where he is. You know what I mean? He's going to be a really good role player. Like it, and, and the thing is, it's good. If you look at him, his trajectory, he was a lottery pick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Killed it at college. Right. Um, broke his leg, like in, in his very first game, with the Lakers, actually, I remember he broke his leg, missed the whole season, went to the Pelicans, then we worked there, bumped around. Knicks took a chance, blam! Now he's here, and I think you're seeing what was like 
the potential that was hyped around him from college. So like it is Yeah, because he was seventh he was a seventh cho- he was a seventh choice pick. I, I mate, I really think he could be a piece on a team. I th- I think I think he can be relevant. Yeah. If he was a if yeah, he yeah, was a sure. if, he's showing it. He's showing it. You know what I mean? Like I, I think he's gonna get I think he's gonna get paid somewhere. Ollie, you'd have him at the clips, no? So. <laughs> Julius Randall, yeah. I'll take him. Yeah, you take you take him at the clips as a piece. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How did you take anyone? Coming from the Spurs <laughs> fan. Coming from the Spurs <laughs> fan. And he's like, Jordan. And he's like, yeah, I'll take him. <laughs> would you would you not would you not take him as a as a it would be he wouldn't be he wouldn't be starting He'd be coming off the bench. No, he would no, who would who's playing that position for you? We've got, we got Ed Parker. Ed Parker's playing a five. We've got Zubach coming off for the bench at the moment. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. Don't I know you what, it's like, it's like what you alluded to. I don't think, I don't think I'm too surprised by uh, the points and rebounds. I think he's always kind of had that. He's like a really, really less explosive, uh, you know, Zion, you know what I mean, in terms of they're quite burly. And, well, he's actually slimmed up and um, trimmed down, but... Uh, like a sheep what surprised me like you said the assists he's now becoming valuable because he's a point forward do you know what I mean like he's le- he's running that offense like the turnover clip is mad like he, he's, he's he's averaging quite a lot of turnovers right now but that's that's fair if you're a big man handling the ball the assists are mad it's one of the like performances of the week where he got 28 points 17 rebounds 9 assists and a steal Fifty-eight percent. See what uh, I mean? That's just mad. This guy can be serious. Is is that is that like a Thibodeau thing? Do you think uh, T? Where like I kind of see Thibodeau getting the best out of these kind of yeah yeah these, like, these big men. Uh, you know, I remember <laughs> Noah when he was really you know he, he, when he was relevant. Yeah, when he was very very active. Yeah, when he was very very active. <laughs> just use the word relevant. I think it's a fair point, man. You think it's a Thibodeau thing? Yeah, yeah, I think he likes his guards. You know what? It's weird. He likes his point guards scoring and he likes his big men facilitating. I know what you mean because Joe Jokem Noah was like a nice. Yeah, he dropped some assists. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, like, he, he likes his point guards or guards to just go out and get buckets. You know what I mean? Yeah, it just no, it just seems like he gives like he gives these like, you know, his big men, these sensu beans where they just, just, <laughs> just you know, just are able to pass all of a sudden. I don't know. It's really strange. What? No, no, no. I, I really think Thibodeau is doing wonders over there. For now. For now. That's the thing. Is like The thing is, just seeing the Knicks above 500 is mad. <laughs> like, that, that Eastern Conference is, um, is just, you know what I mean? It's just cracking me up right now. It's cracking me up. I, I'd love if there was a, little, a few surprises. Um, and I think it goes back to the point we said uh, in maybe last part a few pods ago. You know, we're, we're dealing with Corona in sport right now, yeah. So you're going to have obviously people come in and out, but some of these old cats, they want they want when we get three quarters deep, you know, like from February March, I, I don't think like the, the, the legitimate superstars will want any of it. Whereas you're going to have the Knicks still playing 42 minutes, <laughs> these young guys diving on balls, you know, jumping into stands. No one gives a crap, but they're there hustling. <sighs> they may they may keep this energy up the whole way because they're just young and hungry. They've got nothing else to do. You know what I mean? Mate, I, I don't know, man. Maybe it's just because there's lockdown, man. They've got too much else to do, these youngsters. Because you know these young players. You know these young strip players. Clubs are, strip clubs are closed and all that, you know what I mean? So that, they have no choice. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you know what I mean. Is what it is. Is what is what it is. 
So yeah, those are those are free. Those are three. Um, those are three performances and three players that I thought we need to discuss because they're. I just think numbers wise, really interesting. And it's not some when we talk about Pandora's box. It's not just about the gaudy numbers. It's about the relevant numbers and who's helping their team win and develop. So that's why I thought Christian Wood and I thought Julius Randle. They just seem like sleeper picks and they're they're productive. They're helping teams. So so we'll go from there. Yeah. With that having been said, numbers aside, we have to, have to, have to do a hoop call player of the week. And for the player of the week, I normally defer to one of the members of the team, the starters, Oli, Dot, or Tobes to choose. And this week, it was Tobes. Tobes, so... I'm gonna set a t- I'm gonna set a a timer shortly, and he's gonna wrap through who his player of the week is. But let's talk about some other players. What other cont- What were the contenders? What were the contenders this week? Ollie, who 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 were, who were contenders? I'm trying. I'm trying to think because there's a few players that had nice weeks, including my man Julius Randle. Yeah, for sure, Julius Randle's up there. Um, I think the way Embiid's been playing, even from the beginning of the season as well. You know, even you know a few players have already mentioned Nikola Jokic, who's been putting in a, a, a quiet triple double whilst whilst his Nuggets are, I wouldn't say struggling, but maybe not as where they were supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. Trey yeah. Young, he's, he's fallen off a little bit from his explosive start, but yeah, for sure, they're, they're, they're way up there. But I think there's, for, for the odd performance, like for coming into his own over the last couple of weeks, it's, there's got to be one guy. We'll, we'll see, we'll see. Okay, Doc, what do you, what you reckon? What's, what's your, you might, there's a, there's, a Spur, there's a Spurs player actually that's actually doing well. You know, I'd never watch the Spurs. I never, I never even catch you watching the Spurs at all. But I, I saw, I actually saw some meme, and it was some young Spurs player doing well. Oh, um, actually, I've actually forgotten his name. You know, <laughs> I, I, I ah, that's jokes. <laughs> yeah, San Antonio. Oh, gotta love him. I did, I, no, I just, I think there's a few as, as Oli mentioned. Um, just been really good. Performances lately, um, yeah, just very, very high numbers from individuals that we know and we love. And um, I don't know, it's just this. Um, it's interesting how some players have sort of taken uh, this kind of kind of Corona season and really, really uh, have shone brightly. I've, really, I've actually been impressed by John Wall, actually. Uh, yeah, I was going to say John Wall. I was actually going to say Bradley Beard as well. So yeah, they've, he's done. He's done really well. I didn't think he'll. Obviously, he's, he's been out for so long. I think people forgot about how how good he is. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, it's really it's really impressed me. So um, I, I really like his performances. Um, I like that. I like, I, like, I like that you're. That's the thing I like about you, Karim. You always you you always look beyond the you know beyond the surface. Put some respect on my name. Um, and you know you always you always have nice takes. So with that having been said, Toby, this is your chance. This is your week. Now, I'm going to set a timer. It's going to be 21 seconds long, 
and I'll let you know when to start. And then obviously after the 21 seconds are up, we'll chat through it with you being our lead. So. Okay, you ready? And the beat drops. You'll have 21 seconds and. All right. Honorable mentions, Jason Brown, uh, Jason Brown, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. They've been killing it. Yeah. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon, the president, has been putting up some quiet, nice numbers, leading that Pacers team. But it's got to be the chef. Yes. Steph Curry. Yeah. Yeah. Insane, insane week. Money from free, entertaining the crowd. We love to see it. Shout out to LD. I know you'd be happy right now. Oh, LD. Yeah, it's got to be the chef. It's got to be the chef. Yeah, mate. Like, what do you love most about? What do you, what did you, what do you see in him? What do you see? F- okay, let me rephrase that. Yeah, what do you, what you've seen this week from him, which has been amazing. Um, do you think this is him getting hot, or do you think he's he's here now? MVP Steph is back, and this is going to be him this season. I think it's a couple of things uh thing about steph curry is i don't think he it's a bit weird he's one of the few players that doesn't need momentum i think he doesn't need to get hot you know what i mean you just, just it'll just explode one night you know that it can go from zero to 100 because he's that good at shooting um yeah, i think Dre, i think draymond he being back has made a world of difference too. help open up the court someone to facilitate and just yeah. pass him the ball um it's like if you play fifa or any game <laughs> You just literally just pass it to your best player and just say, shoot. This is like, I'm totally it, it with just, you. It should just be like that. The, you know what I mean? Joe was like, just give me the ball. I'm going to pass it to Steph. Let him dribble. Bro, Let him shoot. This whole strength in numbers thing that I've been growing up watching Golden State, that's just gone out the window. They did break the assist record or something like last week. But yeah. if you've watched the highlights, it's literally now they just set screens for Steph because they know Steph only needs a ridiculously small window to take a shot. So they just set, exactly. they just literally just set half our screens and say, you know listen, I mean? take about 22 to 30 shots a game. We'll see how we get on. Yeah, yeah. Because um, the thing is, he's, he's, he's efficient with it, you know. Um, he had a great week per NBA.com. I look yeah. at the stats, yeah. 39.7 points, six <laughs> rebounds and five assists. And they won two games and lost one game, playing the Blazers twice. Um we got a really how, wait, hold on. Great, Can we just go go back go back a second? How many points? Oh, Thirty nine point seven. What? <laughs> yeah. Very, it's uh, ridiculous you know, numbers, cash. Um splits look good as well. But I mean the what the emphatic one that I know we were all texting about and Twitter was waking up to was the sixty two sixty two five and four be the Blazers. And um, I mean if you're new to the game of basketball and you wanna you want to see the hype. You want to see something a bit different from monster dunks that normally gets the people going. Have a little gander. Have a little watch uh, Steph Curry yeah, and watch the man cook because honestly, some of the shots were just ridiculous. It's just yeah. a joke, yeah. isn't it? You saw you saw the Instagram post on our on our socials earlier. Of some of the some of the work the guy can do. Honestly, go and treat yourself. It's it's a wonder to watch. It was beautiful. Yeah, straight up appreciation post because we had to after the sixty-two point performance. I just thought it was unbelievable. You know what I found interesting about that as well? He took thirty-one shots. That's unusual. That's actually, despite the greatness of his career, that's actually quite unusual. Just the way Golden State play and how he goes. If that was a James Harden situation, you know, you'd be like, whatever. K. Dot. 
got a, got a question. Got, I was, go I was on, actually going to ask uh, Toby a question yeah, about. Go for it, go, go, obviously, go. Play, the play the plays is black to back, and you know, chef was chef cooking. Um, do you think no one's really talking about Dame Lillard's performances? Because I don't think anyone really touched on it. Like if you like if chef's dropping sixty five, you know, where was he? Where was he? Or do you or do you think it was just one of those nights? You know, all praise to chef. Um, and Lillard is absolved of any, you know, because that is his man. That is his man ultimately. And and, and you know, obviously Lillard is not renowned for his defensive work. But do you think there's any, there should be some? Um, I don't know. Someone should be speaking about his performances of those two games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course. I mean, uh, the Blazers won the first one, um, so they, I guess, they had that in, so to speak, in their pocket. But you're right, Steph. Out. Uh, I think the weird thing is uh, those two kind of you see them go back and forth on socials, right? Like, um, mm. let's shoot. How far do you want to shoot out from? You want to go logo? You want to go logo, further? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I think. It's kind of, I don't know, you, if you want to read between the lines, you know, the NBA is a league of storylines and drama, and that's why we love it, yeah. Did Steph out Steph Lillard? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> just put him in his place, like, <laughs> you, yep. I know you're a baller, but <laughs> I'm, I'm the OG when it comes to this stuff, because, yeah, he torched him. I mean, it wasn't even like Dame had a bad game. I think he dropped 32, you know, he, he did his thing and stuff, but, yeah, and... <laughs> We talked about it earlier. I'm ex- I'm expecting big things from the Blazers and Dame. Um, I think you guys. Year, be, I think you guys are being a bit harsh, man. <laughs> I think you no, guys no, no, are being a bit harsh. Like from they, preseason. They, yeah, yeah, no, no, they've, they've, they've been stalling, and uh, yeah, yeah, and it's the best squad they've ever had. You're like, you know, Dame's in his peak prime. McCollum's looking good. Uh, Nurkic is back. You're like everything's cool, you know, and they just haven't clicked at all. So you're right. I'm. I think it's interesting that Steph came at him that way, and and I, I will say it'll be very interesting to watch what the next matchups like. Yeah, well, you know, I want to see what Dame comes back. You know, he's 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 a bit petty like that. He'll, yeah, he'll he hold is, this he one. Is, he'll hold this one. And well, this, is, well, well, this is what I actually thought because I think in the first game, Damian Lillard dropped thirty odd on Steph's head, and Steph mm. was kind of cold. And I was thinking to myself. I'm noticing because people are seeing the weaknesses in, in Steph now. They're like, oh, he, he's not crewed up. So I think people want to make a little a little show against him. And I thought that was the vibe I had from from Lillard. And then Lillard actually, he made a comment to the media where he basically said, he didn't try and disrespect Steph, but kind of indirectly did. He said, it's more difficult for Steph to take the shots he, he does. He has to be more careful of his shot selection, essentially, because before he's like, listen, I can take a 40 you know, a 40 foot jumper, because if I miss it, well, I've still got Clay, I've still got KD, we're going to win the game anyway, so I can play with a lot more freedom. Whereas now he's like, he's got to look after the ball, he's got to set the, he's got to make the plays or something. Other. So it was a bit of salt. And then Steph yeah, came then, back the next yeah. night and, you know, yeah, just then, hit yeah, him. Yeah, he just, came back next night and was like and shooting that leg of the house, you know what I mean? Literally. <laughs> 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 anyway, Oli, I got a question for you. Yeah, this is more sort of technical on a basketball level. Golden State Warriors have been resurgent, I would say. They've been quite good. Um, That's been due to a mixture of Steph performances, which have been undeniably great. But Oubre and Wiggins have also been average, which is is much better than what, what they were before. They're like, you know, just averaging sort of double figures in points and, 
just being present on defense. And Draymond's returned. What do you think is more important to Golden State's resurgence and their long term, you know, their long term situation? Is it going to be Steph is just going to put the Superman cape on, or do you think actually it's Draymond's role or Ubre and Wiggins have to be relevant support for them to make the playoffs? I think one of the, the the main reasons why you know Golden State started off slowly to having the performances that they have been having is because the the return of Draymond Green it it, it totally changes the way Steph actually plays because you know you know Steph's a point guard but a lot of the time he doesn't effectively have the ball in his hands as much Draymond Green's the guy who's going to facilitate the offense yeah so interesting uh, the way they play it it's... You, when you when you see him dropping you say when you drop the 62 points or you know the 30 points afterwards a lot a lot of the times Curry's coming off screens back backdoor cuts that sort of thing so and Draymond Green like I've been you know a bit skeptical over the last couple of seasons but he's looking like a stud this season That's the thing. defensively as well he's looking a monster he knows the game he knows the game it's a, he's a type of player that you will never ever ever appreciate unless you like watch the games or like the yeah, extended I mean, Draymond, highlights he's looking, Draymond Green's looking so good because you, this you, year. you can see how and, much the ball's in his hand you're like oh he's not really a scorer he's not really everything but the ball seems to be in his hand so much I'll be interested to see like yeah. his usage numbers um, yeah, he's uh, completely. Yeah, it was like, it was, like, was it the meme, the, the meme after the Portland game where it was like, oh, Draymond and Curry drop combined sixty three <laughs> points with Draymond Green with one point, and Steph with sixty two. But even, uh, Draymond, Draymond Green, you know, he'll put up one or two points a game, but it will get you, you know, nine rebounds, you know, eight assists, that sort of thing, and be and and defend their their best player all game. So, and it's like we've. The reason why, like, especially Draymond over Ubre and Wiggins, there's they Wiggins and Kelly Ubre Jr. couldn't have gotten any worse. But yeah, yeah, Shoot, yeah. Shooting, so the only way was to get better. And you know, Ubre, he's, he's a half decent three point shooter. And as they said, he was he was like zero for seventeen for the for his first three games. He was he he was the only way is up basically. So if they can get half decent performances out of them two, and Draymond carries on playing. James Weinsman is looking 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 like a, a a good a good piece for them as well. And if Curry keeps carrying on, then they have to have all those wheels turning for them to to make the playoffs. And if they if they can carry on like that, then then yeah, I think I think they they will be able to. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. Just a quick one, yeah. This is me. Okay, I don't want to pour salt on him because this is his week, yeah. But I just want to ask. I'm not saying his performance was overrated, but I think he got a lot of love for that performance. I'm sure that, I'm sure Dame sitting there, um, Harden sitting there, thinking, "Listen, I've, I've been I've done been dropping sixty point games, man. I've had to carry the team, put my Superman cape on." But everyone be going, "Oh, MVP Steph is back." This that never. I'm like, Dame is like, "Bro, right, I've been dropping." Was this what the, what the Clippers kept them to? I think it was uh, oh, about really? under under 30%, under 30% from shooting no, no. 5 to 70, saying along the lines of that. Okay, okay, true. Petty, you're petty as hell for that, but true. <laughs> no, any, any opportunity, I'm gonna, I've had too much drama the last the last 18 months. I need oh, this. Don't, just don't take it away from me. Yeah, that's true. The last 10 years have been rough. So. Yeah. So. <laughs> last 10 years. Um, I think the thing is, Matt, I think the thing is, is yeah, earlier you said, Kyrie's one of the like show box show office of uh, players in the league. Yeah. When Steph is firing on all forms, like he may even just pip Kyrie. Like, you know what I mean? Like seeing this guy do rainbow shots from like just 
ridiculous. And the thing is, it looks like you say, like you say all the time, it looks like a stupid shot, but it isn't with him. Such bad and, shots. I'm actually like, what is he doing? And just deep the splits, right? He shot 18 for thir- of 31. So that's 58% from the yeah, field. Crazy. He shot eight, 8 for 16 from three-point line. That's 50 percent and then 18 from from out of 19 from the free point uh from free front yeah that's just ridiculous. so essentially in that game he Impossible. shot 58 percent from the field 50 percent from free and 95 percent from the free front line that is that is like a shooting clinic honestly that's why it's that's why it's game that's why it's game ratings i think yeah i'm i'm with you on that i'm with you on that k dot straight up golden state making the playoffs or not making the playoffs no, they're making the playoffs. Right? Okay, yeah, 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 with that, with that. Yeah, yeah, with that. Fully, fully, fully. Right, okay, let's start time for a little break. Um, just to remind you guys, listen, if you guys have got your own opinions, if you guys have got your own players of the week, just holler at us. Just holler at us. We want the smoke. Podcast at thehoopcall.com. Literally just call or text us. 07379. Four eight one five two eight, and on socials just at the hoop call, and we got you. We fully, fully got you. Now, in the second half, we've got a few things to talk about. What I want is Ollie to open us up, though. We gave um, we gave Tobes a chance to give a player of the week. I'm gonna get Ollie a chance to open us up with team his team of the week before we do that contenders 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 i had golden state warriors um i just i just like their resurgence they've done well um then they won two out of three and just looked you know looked exciting they look like the golden state that we love you know what i mean so i'd, I'd have i'd have golden state i you know i, I think they're special um Kado, who's a, who are contenders? Um, I think there's a few. I think there's a there's a few out west. I think. I think it's um, as you like to give it the moniker, the wild wild west. Yeah, it is the wild wild. It is though. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Um, you know, like I think that the Houston Rockets haven't. They're not running all cylinders. The Denver Nuggets are still to come, so Dallas. But I think the contenders really are. For me, I can't see past you know the Lakers, Clippers, the Suns, those sort of things. And I think they started off the the season, yeah, quite well. Yeah, I think I think the Lakers as well. You know, my Lakers. We we try not to make this show about the King. You know, we are British. We do like royalty. Um, I am, I am a, <laughs> I am a monarchist. I will put it out there, but yeah, yeah. Shout out the Lakers, shout out the Lakers. One four on the bounce on a road trip. Um, but yeah, a few contenders. Toad, what do you think? What's what's your, what you know? You've been burning the sage. I know you're a sage burner. Like, what's what's your chakra saying? Who's, who's a contender for te- the team of the week? Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, fair. You got Lakers are looking nice. Um, they're doing it quietly, you know. Yeah, uh, I was in in my brain. I thought LeBron was playing, you know, mad minutes. Um, but I actually looked at his like, you know, look at you look at his stats on Basketball Reference. He's averaging like the lowest minutes 
in his career. He's only on like 32, oh, 32.4 yeah. minutes, which is like nothing for the for the Hulk that is uh, LeBron. <laughs> uh, but no, my actual contender uh, would have been uh, out in the East. You know, I mean, Philly, they've had a pretty chilled schedule, but they're looking, uh, as we've alluded to before, I think, looking pretty nice. Um in terms of a, a team performance and yeah, stuff, so, so, uh, so yeah, we got the Lakers, we got Philly, we got. I think put some respect on them, you know, people like the Magic, the Pacers, nice and consistent, not messing about. And dare I say, it, the Knicks. I'm interested to see if Ollie has chosen the Knicks. I don't know who he's he's chosen, but it could be the Knicks. And I never thought Knicks would be getting any sort of award on any show that I'm involved with. So with all that having been said, okay, Ollie, tell me, I'm gonna put. What should I put on the clock for you? you know, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna hit you with that countdown. I think countdown. You actually get a tiny bit more. So I'm gonna hit you with a countdown, and tell us who's the hoop call team of the week, and why. Yeah, I think you've already said there's been a few contenders. You know, you had the Phoenix Suns, Orlando. Yeah. Uh, the Knicks are going to have to wait until they get another award because they ain't going to get one from me already this season. It's a pretty safe bet, but I think, you know, Toby already already said it had a bit of a calm um, calm schedule, but the way that they've been playing, I think they've, you know, no close scores. They've been blowing people out. It has to, it has to be the Philadelphia 76ers my team of the week. Yes. Yeah, okay, okay, that's fair I think that's fair, I think it makes sense And I think it gives us a chance to talk about them Because we've been quiet on them actually And I think actually the NBA world has been a little bit quiet on them I I don't know if that's just me But they're 7-1 and And it's not like they're like, you know, one of those lucky teams that have just had a good run They're like a good team that we thought would be a contender Who were playing like a contender and what I actually like about them is exactly what you said, Oli. They've been quiet. There's been no drama. Oh, can Embiid and Simmons play together and this and that and rah, rah, rah. They've just been solid. They've been looked good defensively and their what's the I don't know what their point per game split is, I can find that out. I think it's I think it's about twelve it's like twelve points you know on the lines mean? of that. It's just class, just pure class. So Cause they've put they've put a real I think they've I know this you know trust the process yeah. but they've <laughs> finally got this mesh of players together you know Embiid is on a if the if the season ended today Embiid will be up there for MVP surely for for voting it's exactly um, what I was going to ask you Ollie so would, would do you think what, he's a sleeper pick for MVP hundred percent hundred percent he's if he if a big if, if he can keep fit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Do you think that... Go on. Um, oh, sorry to, to chime in. Um, you know, I've been impressed by as well. It's, it's Tobias... It's like how Doc Rufus has got the best out of Tobias Harris. Yeah, he's playing... He's playing clip when he was back at the Clippers. It's, he's just, been, it's, he's, it's unbelievable. It's like he, he's just quietly managing 20 points, uh, eight rebounds and three, you know, and three assists. So this is exactly what I was going to ask you, Kado. What What's going right for the 76ers? Give us more, more of the basketball take. What What's going so right for them right now? And I, think, I think they've got they've got a, a a coach who's been there and done it. Perfect. And I think he understands um, how to win games. Uh, no one can take that away from Doc Rivers. However, how, you know he's you just um, can't win series. Playoff, yeah, yeah, he's play, he's <laughs> his playoff performances. Let's just leave that to one side. Um, but 
I think he knows how to win regular season games, and I, and I think that he um, is very well respected. I think players respect him, and it's just the fact that he's able to sort of get get the best out of these kind of not average but very good players and make them make them very good. I think that's the sign of a good coach. So I think he's um so you put he's, on he's, doc. Doing, he's doing well there. He's, I, doing, he's doing really well. I there. probably agree because it's not like. Embiid has been just solid, but he's not doing anything that we don't expect from him. His numbers are him, his performances are him. And Ben Simmons hasn't really changed either. I thought every every year they're saying, oh, he's going to start hitting three-pointers. He he ain't really changed. But I think what you're saying is right. The big change is the coach. Brett Brown was not up to it. And you can see the way the rest of the team are responding. It's a team game and they look gritty. They look look good. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 totally with it. Um Tobes, what are your thoughts on the seventy sixers? Are they for are they for real? First off, I wanna I wanna remind the hoop callers and my fellow fans about our ten free pointers for Ben Simmons. Why are my friends so petty? I was very on the wagon of under ten and Matt was very confidently over ten. Just reminding me with that. He's gonna make ten, but why are you man's petty with it? Like it's so petty. Like, There's no way in hell is he making no. Problem. He's making ten. He's making ten. I'll say it with my chest. Was, All right, you know, what? I'm gonna post this. I'm gonna post this on the IG or the Twitter. Right. Oh. Hey, man, do it. Do it. Just to clarify, I'm I'm under ten. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, but yeah, I mean. I, they're looking real good. They're looking real good. I, I, I was just checking their schedule, right? Because um, as Oli and, and you guys have alluded to, they've 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 just gone about their business and done it in emphatic style, yeah, which is always like. which is actually always a a good thing to see in basketball. Um, it's very hard. Uh, you, you, it's a, it, you do see a lot of runs. Teams get momentum. So, um, but because you're playing so frequently, any anyone can actually win on any night. You know, a bit different to other sports. So. To go about your business and beat who you're meant to be is a really good first sign. Um, they've got Brooklyn next. Uh, then they've got Denver, then Atlanta, and then Miami back-to-back. So I think we'll know think more now, about them. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're going to find a bit more about their character, a bit more how they're set up. But I'll tell you what, they are built as a championship roster. You know what I mean? They've, they kind got, of are. they've got a superstar in the post. They've got a superstar ball handler. Yeah, he can't shoot, but he's surrounded by shooters. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And they're all shooting at impressive clips. Um, so, so you know, looking good, looking good. Yeah, the the yeah. defense is there as well. So um, it's always been there. But so I think, um, as K Dot said, the, we, Doc is really. It all seems like a good fit. You know what I mean? Yeah. All those hard, all those hardened talks have simmered down just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think um, what I find, what was I going to say? Literally, my mind's gone blank. What I was going to say is, oh, yeah, that's it. I, they remind me of the Lakers last year. You know, the Lakers last year, they just took every game seriously. They beat who they were supposed to beat. And then after a while, everyone started saying, well, it's the regular season, this, that, and the other. And the Clippers are going to do this, and so-and-so are going to do that. And then the Lakers just just kept being about it. And I, I like the start Philly have made. I really hope it continues. I really hope there's no nonsense between Embiid and Simmons. And fair play to Doc Rivers. I was very critical of him last year. And he's he's done his business, you know what I mean. So fair play. To Here we go. There we are. I like dropping that. I know where. Okay. So here comes the money. 
One of our favourite songs from the WWE days. Copyright WWE. We know, we know. Um, brings us on to our next section, the trade block, which has just become the James Harden sweepstakes. It's literally just become the James Harden sweepstakes. But it doesn't make it any less interesting. Now, let's talk about it for five minutes or so. Firstly, we're talking about Philly, which brings me to what I wanted to, to ask you guys. If you're Philly and you're looking so good, there's two ways you can see this, okay? And I know the way I see it, but I want to know you guys' opinion. You're either thinking they're doing well, they've got great chemistry, don't mess it up, right? Or you're thinking they're doing really well, a super-duper star could take them over the top. Ollie, where do you, where do you stand there? Would you make the trade, James Harden, for Ben Simmons, if in some way, if some way it could pretty much happen that that happened, those are the two main pieces: James Harden, Ben Simmons. You do it. I think if you asked me at the beginning of the season, I I would have swayed more to, towards yes. Now I, f- it's, I think it's it's hard to argue to to break up this this team. I think they've got such a good cohesion going together at the moment with with everything they've got, and to drop someone like James Harden and everything he's gone gone through this season it just seems a massive massive gamble okay fair enough but can we agree Kayla, I said, you look you look bemused but can you at least agree with me James Harden is inverted commas better than Ben Simmons yes I, I think I think if you had to start a team today you would take James Harden over Ben Simmons I so think. with that having been said what would you do I, I, would, I wouldn't take it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that coming. Exactly. I saw no, that no, coming. I, no, I think the reason why is because I think Ollie Ollie's right. That the problem is is that I'm not sure he's a good fit on that team right right this second or right now. Mm. I just think that he's obviously he's a superstar and that's wonderful. But superstars are, are built differently, and I think that just from everything that's come out in relation to his attitude and stuff like that. I'm not really sure that I'd want that ego on my on my team. I think I'd rather have those collections of 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 um of players that I've got now and um have Daryl Murray as my my GM who can sort of fill out the roster. He he knows how to sort of get the best players at, at, um under the under the salary cap. So I think I would um I would stick. I wouldn't twist. I mean, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But if you could get James Harden, He's you do do it. Go. Okay. It's so just, it's just um, yeah. I just I'm not. I think I just think yeah. I just think his ego is too big. And... Got, I just clocked what you were singing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, you're too funny. Uh, no, he's um. Yeah, he's he just yeah his ego is too big, and I just think that it's probably better that. Uh, you know, there's there's reports out that um, Embiid and Simmons don't really like each other or whatever, but I think they're they're a known commodity, and I think that you you just sort of manage you manage them over over the season or whatever. No, I just think, yeah, Harden is too much of a diva. I think Harden is too much of a diva. All right, okay, Tobes, are you with these two? Are you agreeing with these two, or are you with me? I was close to being with you, Doc. <sighs> Man, but you guys, are... you know what it is. You know what it is. I was, I was, you, you were selling me with the, uh, you know, the way to look at it on the whole. You see, all well, everything happened now, and then 
don't overcomplicate it. Just get a better player, plug him in the system. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But and you could smell it coming, like the like the rock, right? You could smell it. But what I where I was where I'm thinking is, you lose a hell of a lot of defense with Ben Simmons, and you're getting James Harden. Yeah, he's in, he's an improved defensive guy, but that the makeup of that team, I think they know their role. They know that Ben Simmons is the superstar facilitator and defender, and offensively, and be. Let him run and let him work. And it, to be fair, in the postseason, it, we'll, we'll, that's what we need to see. But he may cook the East because who's stopping Joel and a healthy Joel Embiid? I'm not really sure. Uh, we'll wait for AD in the West. I don't know if they're making it out, but you know, I don't, I don't think anyone's stopping Embiid. <laughs> right? Okay. So, fair enough. So fair enough. If you bring in Jimmy Harden, I just feel like it may. You're losing a lot of. Uh, yeah. You, but you got. That's what everyone. Everyone just talks about what you're losing, what you're losing, what you gaining. You're gaining. <laughs> straight fire okay fair enough honestly this would be for me this is kind of akin to what i would imagine okay so say in football yeah that kdb playing for city wanted to wanted to leave man city yeah and you could trade kevin de bruyne for paul pogba that's that's the way i see it like pogba on pay he has got he's probably in terms of skill set kind of the same as kdb very talented Athletic central midfielders, you know, X, Y, and Z. But one's just better. One's just it just is what it is. One's just better. And and I do actually always compare Ben Simmons to Pogba because I think Pogba is the type of person everyone always focuses on what he doesn't do and what he can't do, as opposed to the great, great things he can do. So I think they're a great comparison. I think KDB and Harden are also a great comparison because I think KDB's done a lot, but he hasn't won the Champions League. And I feel like Harden's kind of He's got everything, but he hasn't got that that's that full on certified. So I think that's a good comparison, and I and I think if I put it that way, I think a lot of people would trade KDB for Pogba. But you know, you guys, you guys have said what you've had to say. With that having been said, then you've you've seen what's happened over the you know almost ten games, so eight to t- the first eight games, right? GMs are starting to panic. They're starting to sweat. Who? Ollie, I know you've been messing around with a trade machine. Tell me who who needs Harden, who should go for Harden, who should pull the trigger. I've got I've got a good one, but I'll, I'll let you guys go first. Right? I've got one of the first teams when I was just because I was kind of having a scan over uh, the East and the West and looking at the table, and I was like, was one team who's lost a couple of their not like not big stars, but good facilitators in their team. And just are massively underperforming at the moment. That's the one two muscles. The was the Toronto Raptors. Yes, I I totally agree with that. Um, so if they can get someone, you know, not I don't think it would have the same effect of when they had Kawhi. But if they, they, James, the last thing James Harden's want is to to, to go to some strip club in Toronto. <laughs> why do we always associate James Harden with strip clubs? I don't know why that's a thing. Always, but, that's just but, that always have that entwined in him. I'm I'm with you. I think Toronto need to spice things up a bit. They need to change things up. They're they're looking moribundant. They're one of those teams, yeah. That when they're doing well, you're like, oh, they've got a great culture and this that and that. But when they're doing bad, you're like, they're not that good. they're they're literally like that um it's it's a weird one then but i don't i don't know if they got the package for um well i think what i could sort of get together was maybe if you if if we had this at the beginning of the season 
you, it would be sort of debatable. But the only thing I could sort of package together was one was OG Ananobi, who I'm a massive fan of, yeah. in the UK as well, and and Spicy P as well. Oh, that's geez. the only yeah. But, yeah. You know what I mean? That's not. I think, yeah, he's, I, think he's been, I think he's been found out this this year as well. So, so it's, it's it's difficult. K dot, who who needs okay realisticish trade options and destinations for James Harden, or should he just stay? If you, if any of you thinks he should stay, just yeah, I just that. think he should stay. I just think there's there's I don't think you're going to get you're never going to get equal value in the in the trade anyway but i don't think you're going to get you're not going to get anywhere near equal value if you're going to trade him so i think he should just stay well, i mean he's got a decent team as Oli um referred to wood um and they've got john wall who's playing out of his mind at the moment so why not just see what you can build build there you know i agree completely. Um, houston um no income, no state income tax. So why wouldn't you just stay? I think he, I just think, you know, hopefully that they, they can resolve their issues and he can sign his, you know, his extension or whatever. I don't, I don't see where else he could go really. Um, that's um, viable. With you, with, um, with, with you, with 100, 100% with you on this. Um, T-square. What do you think? You, are you with K-Dot? I mean, where's the fun in that? <laughs> <laughs> Correct. All right. So, I I, I follow. I, I don't know. You guys you know SB Nation. They do some good articles uh, on sport and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> There's yeah. a guy called Ricky O'Donnell. Um, he 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 did an article on this, and and I kind of resonated with it. He had two options, right? He had the Miami Heat. Miami Heat are struggling. They're playing Tyler Tyler Hero at point guard. Love the guy, but yeah, 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 they need yeah, yeah. they need they need a they need another piece in the backcourt. I think to get back into relevancy. Um, so the package that he had done was uh, <laughs> Kendrick Nunn, Tyler Hero, Igudala, Ilinik, and Robinson. So it's just you know just a, <laughs> a dump of contracts basically. Yeah, exactly. it's just yeah over just over to the Rockets for James Harden now. Uh, I like to obviously. I'm only looking at it from Miami's perspective. Don't give a damn about the Rockets because uh, <laughs> yeah. it works well on their side. But because they keep Bam, they keep Robinson. Uh, oh, sorry, they keep. Oh, they lose Robinson and Hero. But you've got a Harden, Butler, Adebayo, Spine, which would instantly, instantly elevate you in these. The one that I found more interesting was actually the Pelicans. <clears throat> mm, okay, so the yes. New Orleans Pelicans, who are young but also in a win now mode, and I think. Although not on James Harden's wish list, I think you could convince him that you got a young enough core and pieces around, and he's what like thirty one, thirty two. Okay, so, but who are you giving yeah. up? Who are you giving up? I love this. I love this. But tell me who you giving up. All right. So, uh, like I said from this article, Rick, what he said was they're giving Stephen Adams, Lonzo Ball, Nikel uh, Nikel Alexander Walker, <laughs> who, and <laughs> he's a uh, young gun. <laughs> And four first round picks. That's the that's the sweetener. Four. Uh, you, I was four, with you. Four, but and, and that's and that's what worked in the in terms of trade machine wise okay. and, and stuff. But yeah, I mean Rockets will probably ask for something more, at least like Ingram. So <laughs> yeah, because you, you you had you had me at the Pels, but I was thinking Ingram's got Ingram's got to be the first man out the door, which is fine, really. You can up, you can up, you 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 upgraded. Guys, let's not underrate James Harden here. 
If you can, <laughs> if you can get James Harden for your team, you have upgraded your team. Let's not do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But Bi's got to be the first out the door. But I like the pills. I think I'd love. Imagine that Harden and Zion. <laughs> that, that shit nasty. Um, yeah, I think that's a, that's a great take. That's my favorite take of 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 today. All right, boys. Okay, just stay with me on this. We'll, we'll, we'll tie this up in a minute. I did have a few contenders for the James Harden situation. I keep saying it loud, and it's getting louder and louder. And someday, someone's going to listen to me. The Denver Nuggets. You see, they're 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 looking just a bit. The problem is Jamal tra- Jamal's trade value is plummeting. But you see Jokic transcendental numbers, transcendental performances, and then everyone else is just a bit lifeless. I think MPJ is he in- is he injured? Yeah, he's injured, and um, Jamal Murray's just been flat. And if you can somehow put um, MPJ and and Jamal Murray in a package and get James Harden for two years with Jokic, you're going to you're, you're going to be a really, really big contender. So I think that. Um, and one more for you. One, one more for you guys to to chomp. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing at this already. The Washington Wizards. <laughs> I think that would be the greatest troll I've ever seen in the NBA. Because after Bradley Beal dropped 60, I was thinking, if you want inverted commas equivalent value, like who is like up there of the best two guards? If you want a superstar for superstar, if I was the Rockets, I'd be like, listen, you and Russ sort it out over in Washington. That's no longer... <laughs> That's not my problem anymore. How good would that be? <laughs> that would be. One of the, and mate, that's not a bad trade. If I said to you, listen, you can get rid of an un- unhappy asset and get Bradley Beal back. That's is that not a good that's a good trade. If it can happen. If the if the Rockets wanted to be dicks. I think Westbrook would sit out for the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but you've got to see you've got to realise this is the Rockets the Rockets are worried about them. So I'm telling you now, I think the best two trade destinations for James Harden are the Denver Nuggets, realistic-ish and um, best options, or Washington Wizards. Get Beal over there, mate. I think that'd be hilarious. What do you reckon? What do you reckon? Someone's got you know a nibble what, at um, from, from your trades, I think that the one I was kind of uh, excited about was actually Beal going to the uh, to the Nuggets. Yeah? I think that oh, makes Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think that makes more sense. That's a nice from, uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I think they. I think that could be that could be something. Like if they get Bill over there, you know Jamal what? Murray and uh, yeah, that's that's yeah. I like that. I like that, Karim. That's yeah. really good. I, I, I think that could be a that could be a goer. But and 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 um, yeah, the trolling would be merciless. <laughs> I think that'd be so funny because the thing is, isn't it? You got to think about your franchise, and the, and you've seen what's happened. The teams that are playing, the players that are playing to a level that you want in the trade at the moment, who are they? You know what I mean? Beal must be up there. Ollie, Ollie, I know you want to nibble at this. Actually, you want to put respect on my name, but it just pained you too much that I could I'm, actually be I am, I'm more warming towards your. I can't, you know, to tra- trade for if you can get rid of your youth to get James Harden. I'm, I'm warming. I'm warming towards that. Yeah, like, man. if at, at first I was thinking, I was like, oh, no, there's no way you would get rid of Tyler Hero. But at the moment, I'd be like, right, you can take him if I'm going to get James Harden. You know what I mean? Because, 
Yeah. Tobes, you nibbling on any trades? I'm just ignoring the Wizards one. Oh, That's come on. That, that, yeah, that's just a troll. Asinine. <laughs> well, it's not bad that's for the Rockets. You've got to tell me that's a bad trade for the Rockets or, oh, for, no, for, or for the Wizards. For both franchises, nah, that's good. It's never happened I in the million years. We just saw the, we just saw the Westbrook Harden show flop. In uh, in, in, flop, in uh, yeah. I out, mean they flop out east. They're, out east, they would they've rock. Got, rock they've Madrid. got a uh, they've got a ceiling. You know what I mean? And then it's not a chip. It's not happening. But you have you have made me nibble on the nuggets. I'm with you. I I, I, I order some chicken nuggets with that. Yeah, finally. The because you know what when you were talking out, it's basically very similar to Philly. Out in the east, you know, yeah. if you put if you put Harden with Embiid, it's not too dissimilar from putting Harden with, with uh, the Joker, uh, Jokic, and that combination, I can see it making noise, and and they've got enough pieces in Denver to to look okay. So yeah, I'll, I'll nibble on I'll nibble on that. Yeah, the the guard the guard big man combo is a you know it's a tried and tested tried and tested si- si- uh, system. So yeah, yeah I, th- I think I think I think so, but I mean the the weight goes on the the weight goes on right okay so we're gonna move on to our next segment yes (laughs) now this you are listening to hype hype by tempered c and the reason why i've dropped this song is because the last pod i seem to have ruffled some feathers when I mentioned that I thought one or two players may be overrated. And I wanted, I wanted a chance to defend myself and I wanted a chance to bring it to the squad. I'll bring it to the squad, the people whose basketball opinion mean the most to me. Now, I want to just clarify this. When I say someone's overrated, I always mean it in, in the context of their expectations and their contract. It's not that are they a decent player or not. Is are they overrated in the sense that, well, they should be doing more. So with that having been said, I've I've got a I've got an overrated list. I'm gonna tell you my top four most overrated players, and I want you to feed feedback to me and tell me who I've missed out. Alright? So shall I do it in order or just the top four? In order, I want to. I need to know. Oh come on, guys! Because <laughs> I, I actually I feel a bit like under pressure. Okay, fine. Okay, let's just go for it. Right. Okay. So at num, you know, let me set the timer. I'm gonna bang this out in one minute. I'm gonna set the bomb timer. Just keeps me keeps me earnest. Right. At number four, we have Jimmy Buckets Butler. The reason for this is because although he's a star, he is not a superstar. Okay, he had a great run in a world coach side, but he's not a superstar. And I don't think this run will continue. So I don't think he should be seen as a superstar. In number three, I have Russell Westbrook. Now he's a bona fide stud superstar, but he's like a snow globe. You know what I mean? Like at first you shake it and you're like, oh, that's cool. And then ask why. You're like, oh, is that all it does? I mean, so uh, harsh, but. That's my opinion. At number two, I've got Jamal Murray. Um, everyone's going on like he's some sort of superstar because of his um, playoff performances. But at the end of the day, I mean, he's half decent. But okay, let's, you know, I mean, let's, let's, 
That's, he's not, his regular season numbers are just meh. You know what I'm saying? Ah, oh, didn't make the one minute. Fair enough, fair enough. But that gives me time to talk about my number one. Now, I don't want you guys to think that I don't think this person is a good player because he's a very, 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 very good player. But I think he's, I think he's slightly overrated. Um, and the reason why I think he's overrated is because he was supposed to lead the franchise and be the guy and this, that, and the other, but. He ain't done diddly squat. And actually, I don't think he's going to. Maybe I'm being harsh, but I just don't think he's going to. And that person, Pascal Siakam. I think that's fair. I think Pascal Siakam is fair. I think he's on the money. I think he's at that right sweet spot between people rating him and he's not actually that good. I think Jamal Murray also. I think Butler also. I think Russell Westbrook. Are, are, people, are people down with that? How many did I get right? You got one right. I got one right. Who I get right? <laughs> Spicy P. Okay, he's, good. He's, so I get one swish. You get one swish for that. <laughs> you, I've already, I've already made my my piece about your blasphemous <laughs> talk about Jimmy Buckets. No, no, uh, K, that, you know I'll what? K dot, come on. You must agree with me on something because you are critical. You think you know you you can be critical. Come on, I must. You must have thought some of these guys are a bit overrated. Yeah, I think Westbrook. I think so, definitely. I think okay. he, he has to be in everyone's list. I mean, yeah, he's, he's a, listen. He's a tremendous player, wonderfully gifted, but he's not really done nothing. And he's been, at, you know, and he's he, he's been around the league for a long time, and he just hasn't really if he hasn't you, really convinced me. If you get paid like that, you have yeah, to yeah, be. I think it should be yeah. You, uh, he's a legendary yeah, yeah, player, said, but if you get yeah, paid like that, you has to you have to deliver, right? A hundred percent, and I don't think he's. I don't think he's really done anything. Um, sadly, sadly, sadly. But he's he's a very talented player. Um, All right, okay, so who you got? Who, who okay, Tobes? Uh, do I get any? Uh, I agree with you on Siakam so far. Okay. Uh, we've only. I think. I think Butler's. I still feel. You know what? I still think Butler's underrated. To this day, to this day, I still think he's underrated. Actually, <laughs> uh, really? Jamal Murray is just too new. You know, he's 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 yeah. He had the playoffs, but I don't think anything. I don't think I still don't think like league wide respect or reputation is asking um, enough of him yet. People are expecting a jump, but it's neither here or there. Um, and then we come to my guy, obviously Ross. Uh, you so, think he's overrated. I know you don't. I, I know you think he's overrated. I rate him still. I rate him still. But I can see the 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 gloss of the triple double seasons and um, the Snow fact globe, it's, not, it's not translating to to wins or unfortunately making your team better now. Because even before, right, he used to he was when he was with OKC, the triple doubles were actually uh, correlated to victories. You know what I mean? He was actually driving the team. Now yeah, they're yeah. not. It's like. The, something's lost and I think that's actually him as a player he's less explosive can't do everything at that high level and we're going to see a transition for him but I'll stand by my guy um, a name I wanted to throw out there if you're talking definition of expectation versus contract wait 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 oh, wait, wait. okay I'm going to put oh no okay. I'm going to put the timer I'll on give I'm you gonna, one, I'll give, give you one swish though oh you yeah, give me one swish. just the one yeah. okay okay fine fine fine, fine, fine. Okay, <laughs> me, I'll take it though yeah like the metal hoop yeah Okay, okay. So we're going to go back through. Just tell me. I'll set the timer for each of you. And just tell us who do you think is the most overrated player in the NBA. Okay? 
So, Karim, do you want, who wants to be a millionaire? Do you want so solid? Or do you want countdown? You know what? I, I, I need like one second and I just, I still think it's, it's Westbrook. <laughs> I, I just, I can't get over it. I don't need, any need time. the time. <laughs> I don't need any time. He just, I just think, yeah, he doesn't, a superstar for me, yes, it's a, yes, the numbers are, are something, but they're not everything. I just don't think he. I don't think he helps. The, I don't think he, he helps. Um, helps enough the teams that he's been on. Um, yeah, agreed. Yes, at OKC, he, 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 you know, obviously he's a legend there. But you know, when he was at the Rockets and now at the Wizards, as you said, it just. I'm bored of. I'm bored of him now. <laughs> oh my days! You're savage. I'm just. I'm a bit bored of him. So I, I do think he's overrated. Yes, he can play hard and all that kind of stuff. That's wonderful. <laughs> But what, what are you doing no, in the playoffs? For anyone listening, anytime Karim says that's wonderful, he means he doesn't care about it. <laughs> so he goes, yeah, that's wonderful. I mean... <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful. But... <laughs> so, yeah, I just, he just, he, yeah, he just met for me now. He just doesn't, yeah. Uh, Oli, tell me, do you want the time or are you just going to go off on Westbrook as well? <laughs> no, I'm, I, you know, at the end of the day, I'm a, I am like Westbrook. I think he's one of the a very small pool of players uh, who... At the same time, can be he's, he's overrated, but and then at the same time, pe- people underrate him because at the, at the same time, he's still a he's still a bucket getter, and yeah. a lot of you know, but you, you you hear like from his, his his old teammates and kind of like the narrative surrounding him. Everyone says he's like the best teammate you can get. Yeah, that's true. The, that's true. That is so, that is true actually. But who is the so, most overrated player in the game? Uh, I've, you, you already you already sort of mentioned it, but Pascal Siakam. Oh, okay, so you're with me. More more the sense of if we're putting actual ability compared to what what they've been paid. The the guys are like a was it like thirty thirty odd million dollar is a year it, contract, yeah, and all he, he has is this one move where he gets into the paint, does a spin move, and, <laughs> and lays it and lays it up. I think you know shoot his his jump. You know his jump is just horrific this season, and for them to be for the Toronto to have him as sort of like their main vocal point point. And I think it kind of shows with where they are in the league and they're, they're stuck with him basically because no one's, no one's touching that contract no, no, with a no. barge bar. Well, unless you're, you're trying to get him to, um, you're trying to get him to the Rockets, aren't you? <laughs> but, but James yeah, Harden, yeah, too, but, exactly. Yeah, no, that's what I was saying. If it was that, if that was beginning, uh, right yeah, at the beginning was, of the season. Yeah. If that was yeah. right at the beginning of the season where he had some form of, Value, which is just absolutely been tarnished now. So yeah, no. Do you think? Sorry, do you think his contract? Do you think? I think they were in a bit of a sticky situation. Obviously, his contract was coming to, coming up. And who's going to Toronto? It was it was always one of those ones where yeah, I, I just think he's going to get overpaid. Yeah, so you got yeah. to fl- you got to like flip that. him though. You got to yeah. flip him. That's the thing. You should have done that and then just punched him out. Sure. The stuff. It's it's difficult. It's difficult. And I, listen, I don't think he's. I don't think he's. Benny Stretcher superstar in any way, shape, or form. It's just that the money that it was given, I just think that was just the the signs of the times. I mean, you, you look at Mike Conley. I mean, look how, how much is he getting paid? Yeah, um, too much, too <laughs> much. I'm one hundred percent with you. I, I just think like, it's just the signs of the times now that, that especially free agents are going to get overpaid, and I think that they want to keep hold of emerging talent and I think he's still emerging and I know he's he's only been spoken about in the last two or three years he's still new as as um as T said about Jamal Murray 
So I want to give him a bit more time. I want to I want to see him maybe yeah, like the next couple of years, maybe. I don't know. But. Fair enough. T-squared. Sobes. Most overrated player. I know you wanted to say earlier. Uh, Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> he's not rated. Okay, find me one person who rates him. Find me one person who rates him. There's plenty of people who, are, who, really? who fall into that mousetrap of every time he drops oh, yeah, 20 points, true. they yeah. convince, you know what? Oh, he's back. The guy's got <laughs> enough promise. He's he, look at him. See how athletic he got those shots. He's an oh, he had pick. two steals tonight. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. The guy's on a four, 148 million five year contract deal. He's oh. averaging 75 and two. The guy is so he's, he's a bust. Overrated. He's a bust like, from a contract. Com. He's a bust. He's busting. That and is like, too funny. We, we get excited about him. He dropped like whatever twenty points every day. Everyone's like, oh, you know what? Yeah, you like you like a little proud boy. Well done, Andrew. Now lo- the kids, he's overrated. I love how Tobe with Toby. He's saying basically any ratings for Andre Wiggins is overrated. Like if anyone says <laughs> they say he's had a good game, Toby's like, no, he's still just dead. He's a dead team. Let's not talk he's about dead, him. Man. He's he- got to be dropping forty for like a month to even like make me. He's got to get more to get that credit rating. I, I feel he's on like a D minus. Yeah, that's true. Toby's credit ratings are gospel. If you got the credit rating, he's the bank. Like, and Wiggins is tanking. Wiggins is very close to not getting any credit whatsoever. Oh my goodness! The way Toby feels about uh, Wiggins is the way I feel about the Knicks. Just, just kind of disgust me a little bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just, they just do. It's like, yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I just wanted to take the opportunity to defend myself and to make people understand me better. <laughs> Now, we're going to finish off with a segment we call the best league in the world, okay? And gives us a chance to talk very briefly about some of the differences and similarities between the Premier League, which we will follow our first loves, and the NBA, right? And basically compare and see who's better. Now, we'll start with something simple. Now, I was scrolling through Instagram, gents, and... I saw a picture and a video of LeBron James' championship ring, and I'll put it on the Instagram. It is absolutely obscene. And it made me think, mate, I think that medals that they give in football should just be dashed, and they should get these rings. And I think they're, they're just so personal. Per- Honestly, when you, if you're listening, you'll probably think, oh, no, I'm rings. But when, when I put it on IG... Um, you are, everyone's going to agree with me. I think rings trump medals. I think if you're like Ryan Giggs, imagine if you had like, I don't know, how many titles did he win? 11 or something. Imagine just having like 11 rings, Bill Russell style, just gangster with it. You know what I mean? Um, I, 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 we normally try and see if we disagree, but I can't see anyone disagreeing with me on this. Surely not K-Dot. You normally disagree with me on something. I actually agree with you. I actually think. Now, how wavy would that be? A Premier League rings. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Gang, just, I, I, yeah, I just think it's just because of the personnel. And I, 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 all of the... um, Everyone gets one, don't they? Like the Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That's another thing. Everyone gets one. As in the, the backroom staff and all that kind of stuff. So... um. Yeah, the the the, the um, team can basically order as many as they want. They like give out like 80 or something. So like all yeah. the team, all the background staff, all the team that hasn't even played. If you if you played in the team and then got traded off, 
you can you're eligible for one anyway. Sometimes obviously they don't give them out. Um, mm. I think that's amazing. In the in the frem, I think they give you like thirty, and they say fight for it. I never <laughs> yeah, I never got right. my medal. Play, if you don't play like five games, you're, you're not getting one. So imagine that. <laughs> it's heartless, isn't it, man? You trained yeah. against them. You got you kept you kept Kevin De Bruyne fit. Like you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that yeah. counts. <laughs> was it like was it last year like Curtis Jones? Like he, he had had like four had four appearances and like. Put him on for like two minutes to get the, get the get <laughs> a, a little medal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I, I think I, I, I just honestly I'm pushing for this, and I will contact players about this. Ollie, Ollie, Tobes, all in agreement, yeah. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And Tobes, I think it's more, it's more with with rings. It's more of like a, it's like a stature thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Than, than having a medal. It's just like I don't know, medals just they're just old fashioned, man. Rings will just. Crowns. It's, gang- it's gangster in it. Because I got a really big team. You can just drop that every time. You know what I mean? It's just mad. And like, trust me, it's not just getting rings. But when, I, when you see them, if you haven't already, just Google Lakers Championship ring. You will 100% um, agree. Sorry, didn't... um uh, Maybe it was Liverpool when they won the Champions League. Didn't one of them, like, one of the players buy everyone a ring or something like that? I can't, I can't remember. I don't know. I'm going to put you in charge of looking into that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm gonna put you in charge of looking into that. No, I, I I really think that that's a big change. And put it on the IG. We'll put it to a vote. We will win this one. And I think for this one, the first one, NBA. You win. So fair enough. Congrats, congrats. Now, boys, it's that sad time of the week where I'm gonna have to let you lot go. Um, for those listening, remember. Any opinions you have, just email straight. Podcast at thehoopcall.com. Call us, message us, 07379481528. Or just follow us at the Hoop Call. And we got you. Record every Thursday, drop every Friday. And we'll do bonus episodes when big things happen. When James Harden eventually gets traded. I will do an I told you so video and we'll do an I told you so episode and he ends up in that clean Denver Nuggets uniform or over the Washington Wizards oh my god if he ends up at the Washington Wizards I don't, I don't think it can happen because of when Beal signed his contract but if that happens for now then boys I'll say to Ra outside Peace. Take care, man. Peace. Peace. Peace, gents.